What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is uh, the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's nice to see you, Garrett. And, of course, to our two guests this week. It's good to see you guys on the show. Garrett, thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, no worries, no worries. Did Uh, that sound like sincere for just one moment? A little bit. Okay. I just wanted to make sure like it sounded like I cared and I really, really value what you think and or say. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That was thanks, thanks for at least, at least uh, attempting there. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't noticed yet, uh, we have a guest on the show here. Uh, you know him from twitch.tv slash Boba Fletch. We have Nate Fletcher again, gracing us with his presence here on the show. Thanks for having me back. I feel like we're out of the honeymoon phase now and we're, we're moving into our full-time relationship and uh, I'd like to start airing my grievances now, actually. Oh, because, shoot. You're on the show guess. twice, and now all of a sudden it's just, yeah, you're just running the thing. Okay, go ahead. What, what do you got for me? I got nothing. Okay. okay. After well, the honeymoon is when the sex stops, by the way, Nate. I don't know if you know that, but here it cuts it off all right. immediately. Hold on. Let me write that down real quick. Hold on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and also uh, gracing us with his presence is uh, our buddy Dan. Let's freaking go, Elliot. <laughs> what up, baby? Let's freaking go, dude. We're here. Yes. We're live. Oh, man. How are you doing? I, I'm more excited about Dan being on the show because he works at NASA. <laughs> Dude, I just got to know, is, is the stuff in Area 51 real, bro? I mean, it is. Just, is there, are there aliens? Oh, I, like, I knew it. I, I, knew I it. can't go into full detail of like what is there, <laughs> but it's everything that everyone talks about. It's it's wild. <laughs> and sure. more. Yeah. And more. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Garrett is very curious about anal probes, Dan. So if you could like, just you know, talk with us about it off air because very sure. into the anal probe thing. He's... Constantly asking about it yeah. for no reason. That'll be a separate episode for uh, yeah, all the that's, patrons. That's you know? uh, Super Gamer <laughs> Boys uh, after hours or something after dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Late night. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How, how, how's everyone doing? Last week, uh, kind of a slow week. Nothing really going on. Like, I'm sure everyone is just kind of bored. Uh, ah. Yeah. I did lame. do a lot, you know. Yeah. Man. That Nothing sucks. too crazy in the video game world. To mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. If it's, if if all you listeners out there didn't know this, uh, the new next gen consoles came out. We had the Xbox Series X on Tuesday. What was it? The tenth, and uh, the PS Five came out on the Thursday, uh, which would be the twelfth, I guess, if my math is correct. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, let's see, we are going to be talking about Series X a little bit today because. Nate and Dan have both uh, gotten some hands-on time, got about a week uh, gameplay under their belt, and then uh, JJ might share a little bit because he has his very own PlayStation 5 console. He was surprised on uh, Friday morning with that. So. Yes, <laughs> I was, and I have no one to thank but myself. I thank <laughs> me because I did a great job picking that thing up. Yeah, exactly. You did lots of work and uh, staying up late into the night, get that pre-order, you know. <laughs> okay, you actually stayed up for it, man? Thank you. <laughs> no, no. No, I I, I I, think I mentioned to you, uh, or I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but yeah, I actually got lucky with the PS5 because I got picked for that. Uh, they did that lottery for uh, PSN mm, users. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, if you're a PSN, if, if you already have an account with us, enter this lottery and so many of you will get picked to pre-order straight through us. And I got the email. I'm like, cool. I'm good enough to uh, get a pre-order. And uh, it was, boy, was I lucky because it 
was impossible everywhere else. <laughs> Boy, was I lucky because I got to play yeah, that. Yeah, you were lucky. <laughs> of course, I did. I did post on Twitter and uh, and Instagram a little video because upon opening up the box and looking at the gloriousness that was the PS5, that Area 51 esque shift that it is, right. uh, there were fingerprints all over that Dual Sense man. And I did have a kit come through from the sheriff's department, and apparently you are the only one matching those fingerprints, Garrett. So it's very <laughs> obvious you opened up my box Guilty and put your charged. grubby fingers all over my dual sense. Oh, hey, I, I admit to it. I'm guilty. You got me. Caught me uh, red-handed. Uh, no, I, I originally, when I brought in the office that morning, I told you I hadn't even opened the box. I've been drooling over it all night, sitting there next to my front door, and then... Uh, as soon as you left, as you were leaving, you're like, oh, no, you, you like you should have popped open. You should, you should have looked at it. And I, you left. I said you should have looked at it. Yeah. But here's the deal. You just say that. You don't actually mean it. You say those things out of courtesy. <laughs> so do. when I say like, oh, yeah. dude, you should have played it. I didn't really mean that. I was full of crap, Garrett. It's just <laughs> it's what I felt like. I'm supposed to say, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I took your word for it. And within five minutes of you walking out the door, I cut the tape on that thing so quick. Just, I was like, <laughs> I just want to feel the dual shock or the dual sense. Yeah. I just want to oh, know what sure. it feels like. So I was holding it in my hand. I'm like, man. Did he walk really in good. on you? It was a little awkward. Yeah. He did walk on <laughs> it. Mostly yeah. because I didn't have a shirt yeah. on either when I did it. <laughs> yeah. And I did find that really quick that he, he had taken the top off so quickly. I thought that was weird. And his nipples were very hard, not cold in the building. The other thing that stands out to me the most is I had a very large job on my schedule. Garrett runs the computer stuff because, you know, I can barely turn one on. And I, I said to him, half jokingly, half jokingly, I mind you, um, mm. Hey, what if we were to reschedule that biggie and then uh, we just go ahead and hook the sucker up and just get it today, you know? And he's like, oh, oh man, oh, oh, you know what? I don't think you could reschedule it, but oh my gosh, I want to play. I'm like, man, you were so quick. That was me testing you, testing yeah. your morals just to see if you were willing to. <laughs> then, of course, if you would have said yes, then I would have totally been all about that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, man, cool. Uh, and you guys have gotten, have you like Dan, have you gotten to get pretty substantial time playing some, some games on the series X or. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I pre-ordered both the series X and the PS five. Oh, sure. Um, still waiting on the PS five to arrive hopefully Dang. later this week. Uh, we'll see on that. Um, but yeah, I was able to order the, uh, series X and I actually had two consoles arrive on Tuesday, one for myself and then another one for my buddy. Dang. And you know, like when you first get the series X, you're just like in awe. Like a lot of the packaging reminds me a lot of like Apple. It's like mm -hmm. very precise and like everything has its own spot in the box and everything. Um, and it was like really awesome. You know, like when you first open it, um, it's really cool. But then there's a lot of like just downloading a lot of the games to like actually play something. <laughs> the so part, there's like the that waiting part, process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're just like, all right, what do I, what do just I like do during cradling the box and just like, yeah. Ooh, wow, nice. Looking at all yeah, the pictures like the, on the, the back box, of the box. I could just stare at the box like all day. Uh, but yeah, once, <laughs> once you kind of get through that setup process, which was like pretty simple, you know, you just download like their Xbox app on your smartphone and then um, basically just set that all up and, Nice. Like your HDMI cable and a power cable and good you're to go. good to go. Fire so. it up. Now, yep. Nate, you said you pre-ordered the PS5 and have not received it, right? Though you want to share a little bit of that story? I've heard a little bit. <laughs> You've been sharing some in the Discord, but it's been kind of a fiasco for you, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, so I got the Series X. I got three Series Xs. On oh, Mr. Moneybags over there. Jeez. Ah, one for each room. Streaming's really paying off yes. over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got one for me, one for my brother, and one for a buddy. I was with Dan. We were both just pre-ordering like Mad yeah. Men because we knew it was going to be crazy. So we pre-ordered a bunch of Xboxes. They got there on time, no problem. And then uh, Thursday rolls around. It's PS5 day. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. I've already been indoctrinated into the Xbox, you know, lifestyle, as you would call it. You know, you open that treasure chest of a box and you lift that monolithic device out. And <laughs> it speaks to you, honestly. It really did speak to me. Um, so I'm waiting for that moment with my PS5. And um, Thursday comes and goes. I don't get it. You know, whatever. It's it's COVID season. I trust FedEx. Not really. But then <laughs> yeah. Saturday comes around. First not mistake. There. <laughs> Sunday, still not there. And here we are Monday and still at the same facility or so they say. So Jeez. tune into the Discord if you'd like to hear more about my exciting <laughs> adventures and Walmart took my money, but I don't have anything to show for it. If you want to stay updated on the journey, yeah, go over to supergamerboys.com slash Discord and you can uh, keep up with the story there. Um, yeah, as, yeah. as somebody who's been looking at potentially picking up a Series X or possibly even a, a, a Series S myself, did did you guys just buy them outright, Dan and uh, Nate, or did you guys go for the payment plan along all with access. The, uh, the Game Pass and everything? Yeah, like I think for me, like I, I did just the outright payment, um, but I think having the the monthly payment for a lot of people is really enticing, especially with game pass included uh with like a couple of the different plans like it's really easy for people that are interested in gaming um that they can just kind of hop in pretty pretty cheaply uh with that like 25 or 35 dollar month cost and basically Um, get like game pass at a discount yeah (laughs) which is crazy for me i was like uh, i'd rather just like pay the xbox straight out and then just have that continual like monthly subscription for game pass um but yeah, it's it's very easy for people to just kind of hop in and um, pay that twenty five or thirty five dollars a month. Yeah. I think that those are the prices. I I could be. Yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. What about yeah, you, yeah. Nate? Did you get either one on all access, or did you get them all just outright? I got all three outright. Obviously, I didn't pay for all three outright. <laughs> um, that would have been a great conversation with my wife. But uh, what I is bought, this fifteen hundred dollars? Yeah, I bought one outright, and the reason I bought it outright wasn't because I didn't want to. I actually really did want to. But if you were there on pre-order day, you know how hard it was to get yes. one to just enter your cart, Take and a lot of people were having the issue of they get it in their cart with all access, and then. They'd get approved for credit, and by the time they were done, the the, the boxes were all gone. That's what happened Little did we know that Microsoft actually invited people to come back later, which I thought was so killer, and buy it mm. if they got an approved for credit. So I didn't know that was going to happen, and I don't regret it at all now that I have it. But like Dan was saying, it's such a killer option, and I'll probably do it in the future for that like a mid-gen upgrade right, if they do uh, like a pro we know we'll something. be here in like four weeks basically <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, nice cool well let's uh yeah let's get on with the show here because i'm excited to talk more about the series x but first uh today uh we're gonna be talking about dual sense support for ps4 games uh some smoking hot consoles and uh hands-on with the series x but first let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer producer we have adrian the homeboy homes and our super gamer sponsors bill bird julie bates dustin long brent fox and daniel james 
And I thank you guys so much for supporting us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You guys are uh, fantastic. I'm so thankful for all the, the love and support over there. Um, and if you want to support us over there, uh, listen later on the show. Uh, uh, you know, on, if you're on the regular podcast feed, you'll get the ad where we'll talk more de- in depth on uh, those tiers there and how you can get uh, different perks free, just like our Super Gamer Book Club episodes. Uh, so they come out uh, usually the last Friday of the month we try to shoot for. Uh, the first one was Bioshock. Last month we did Last Effect 2, which, or not Last Effect, Mass Effect 2, <laughs> which featured uh, <laughs> Nate here. He was on that uh, with, with Zetch. And uh, uh, was it? Uh, there's a couple other of you on there, right? There's a four of you. Yeah, there's Steven, Zetch, and I. Okay, uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and then this month we are doing The Last of Us. Uh, and yeah, we're trying to figure out the recording date for that one at this point. Uh, the end of the month's a little tricky because it's a holiday, so a lot of us are busy. But we're gonna do our best to get it out there for you. It'll definitely be coming, with The Last of Us, and that'll be that'll be a fun one. Um, and remember, Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. But we'll talk more about that later on in the show. Um, one last little update: last week, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about our new uh, kind of I don't know what you want to call it schedule going forward. Uh, last week was our two-year anniversary, 100 episodes, and we're kind of mixing things up a bit. So after this episode, uh, we'll be going bi-weekly. So next week, there won't be a new episode. It'll be every two weeks now. And uh, that's to kind of give us uh, some time to, you know, some breaks in between because it's a little crazy for some of our schedules keeping up with that. And the hope is that in those off weeks, we will be able to stream some. Now, again, next week being a holiday, uh, we're going to do our best to get on here and, you know, interact with uh with the community and play games with you guys or at least play a game so you can be in the chat and hang out but uh uh yeah at the very least uh we're gonna in the future try to do that every other week doing uh alternating between streams and the show and you'll still be able to get the show in all the same places and the streams will be over at uh supergamerboys.com slash twitch you can find us over there uh cool i think it is time for the nerdy nudes it's now time for the nerdy news. <laughs> uh, music to my ears. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I just want to say now that Zetch is no longer with us. Oh jeez. <laughs> I freaking I freaking love that. He's name. not dead. Uh, he's not dead. I'm sure he hey, still listens to the show too. Rest in peace. Hey, is he, R- is R- R- he hosting the show anymore? No. He's, he's not. doing he's doing Super Gamer Book Club. He's basically dead to me at that point. Oh shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> right, JJ? Come on. Track me up, uh, JJ. I, I love Zetch and he, for a little guy, he's got a very very bad <laughs> problem with aggression. So I don't want to mess with anybody who's got Hobbit issues. Um I, I <laughs> oh, love the gosh. little guy. I just I like carrying him around in my backpack sometimes just oh, for no. craps and giggles. <laughs> um, so I will say nothing negative about him. But seriously, it's nice to have the governor off, if you know what I'm talking about. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. So bad. We love you, Zetch. Um, Absolutely. Uh, this first news story here comes from VGC. I got really awkward, really fast. <laughs> Jeez. Like, you, he's grabbing his collar, like, oh, how do I get away from this? Dude, accept the uncomfortableness. That's the good stuff. Dude, I live, in the, I live in the uncomfortable. I'm here for it. I'm freaking yeah. here for it. <laughs> okay okay then i'm the odd one out i'll leave <laughs> you guys do this show you guys got this under control oh apparently <laughs> uh no uh so yeah this new first news story comes from vgc videogameschronicle.com the last of us part two and god of war on ps5 support new dual sense features including haptic feedback and adaptive triggers 
The Last of Us Part 2 and God of War reportedly will support these new features. Uh, Naughty Dog's game also makes use of the PS5's uh, this article is very repetitive. Uh, DualSense controllers adapted triggers according to Games Radar. DualSense's flagship feature is haptic feedback, which uses a range of tiny vibrations to introduce various sensations during gameplay, such as the grittiness of driving a car through the mud, resistance when jumping into water, or a bouncy sensation when crossing a wooden bridge. It also has adapt- adaptive triggers, which can offer varying levels of resistance to make game mechanics such as shooting a bow and arrow, the tension increasing as you pull the arrow back, feel more realistic. It's this application that's present in the Last of Us Part 2 Games Radar reports. Um, <clears throat> we can continue on this article, kind of reading more of what they're saying, but we kind of get the point that uh, some PS4 games are going to start getting um, more support on the PS5 than maybe we originally realized. I think we all assumed, okay, it'll be up a little bit, we'll get the better frame rates. Like Instead of having to choose between performance or 4K mode, on the, like on the PS4 Pro, we're going to get the better just everything. But uh, I don't know. Were you guys anticipating getting like cool new features like this on, on through the dual sense and stuff like that? Like, I, I guess I, I wasn't at all. It kind of came a left field for me. Okay. So as being the, the one guy who actually received his PS5 so far, I'll go ahead and <laughs> right. talk real quick. Cause I know sensitive subject yeah. for Dan yeah. and for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that I fully grasped what it was what haptic feedback and some of those things meant. Um, I know you guys probably aren't aware. I'm not real smart. Okay. So I don't really understand when you, when you use a lot of technical jargon. Um, But what I felt in playing the PS5 and and getting to play around with the dual sense, I got to play a lot of, and we'll talk about a little bit later, but Astro's Playroom. And that's a game that's designed specifically with the intention of letting you kind of understand all the different features that come with uh, the dual sense. I loved this game tremendously. And just some of the, uh, the response from the controller is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. I'm not sure if there's anything quite like that with the series X or the series S, but it feels so realistic to play with the dual sense on a game that's optimized for that controller. So I'm kind of excited that it's going to be having some forward compatibility with some PS4 games. I absolutely love Last of Us 2. And as soon as I can get my copy back for my nephew, I look forward to being able to throw it on there and see a little bit of up res. I saw how hard it was pushing the PS4. Uh, right. the, motor, <laughs> the motor running really hard. And I mean, I was like, how can this be any better? It's so realistic. So I'm really excited to look at it on the PS5 and see, see about that kind of stuff. I have no experience with any guns so far um, on the PS5. So I'm not a big Fortnite fan, but I know that my son and my wife have been playing Fortnite on there and they have talked about a little bit of the changes that have come with, with Fortnite. Um, they feel like everything is a little sharper, a little clearer, and that things seem a little more realistic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it it doesn't necessarily surprise me, um, especially if it's recent games. Um, mm. uh, to some extent, you, you have to think about games like The Last of Us 2 and uh, Ghost of Tsushima or uh, God of War, games that were built towards, not God of War as much, but you know, towards the end of the generation. These games were built with the next generation in mind as well it's not like they were like oh shoot it's out uh let's make the ps5 in a couple weeks you know so they know it was coming (laughs) 
Um, so all this stuff is already there and already available. Um, it's only a matter of time before we hear even more about, you know, the 4K upreses and the and the ray tracing updates and all that kind of stuff that's going to start rolling out. Uh, my only hope is that this is all just a free change, and I think it will be. I'm just right. I'm, I'm ready to move on from the fake remasters, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> and kind of move into a time where we're like, we can have old games that move to another console and get upgraded without paying another fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as this comes with that, like just a free little move, like hell yeah, I'm all about it and. Um, super stoked to, you know, JJ was talking about Fortnite. For me, it would be The Last of Us that I'd love to get back into and and see. And uh, there's, you know, obviously a bunch of different weapon types in there that I haven't tried the Dual Sense yet, but just add that. It, in my opinion, that Dual Sense is really only going to play well into those types of games because if mm-hmm. you're a competitive shooter player or you're a competitive or you're a sports yeah. You don't want that on. Turn it right all. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for a very specific reason, you need stuff done as quickly and efficiently as possible, especially with what you're used to. But in an adventure game or something, you know, Assassin's Creed, anything like that, I'm really looking forward to it. That is actually I, I feel like I did not understand what the adaptive triggers meant. Like as much as I kept talking about it and giving that it's example of the bow and arrow over and over and over again and all the press releases, I never understood what it meant until I think it was uh, earlier today, actually, like this morning, someone shared a TikTok. It was on Twitter. Someone shared the video, though, and uh, it was Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, the new one, Cold War. And they were just showing off different guns and how the adapt- adaptive trigger works differently with each of the guns. And you can actually like so they hold the controller right up to the camera so you can physically see what's going on when they pull a trigger. And there's like so much tension, just like kind of a real trigger shooting a real gun. There's like yeah. tension at first. And then as soon as like it releases, like you can see it like freeze up. And then it actually like with the recoil of the gun, it's physically like a piston, like do, 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 like shaking. And it just like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I guess I in my head, I imagine, it, oh, it just had a little rumble in it, you know, but yeah. no, it's like straight up like. No, it's like shoving your finger up and like you're fighting against this thing like you're shooting a real gun, which kind of a cool feature, honestly, at least for yeah. a, a campaign mode, like a big story going through Black Ops, Cold War or playing through The Last of Us, like feeling like you have a weapon in your hand or um, with the uh, haptic feedback, like crawling through the mud and Last of Us Part 2 or something like it'd be you know, pretty, pretty sweet. Now, uh, with that in mind, like what, what are just off the top of your head, what's like one or two games that you guys would be, uh, interested in getting some of those features, like a PS4 game, you know, that comes to PS5. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you have anything, Dan, off the top of your head you'd be interested in seeing? Yeah. So one of my brothers actually was able to pre-order the PS5. So I got to play like Astro's playroom a little bit. Okay. Um, and so I did test out the the new DualSense controller, and it is like, as JJ was like saying earlier, it's like freaking awesome. Like, you can't like really describe it until you like you have the controller in your hands, whether mm. like when you're walking through like mud or when it's like raining, like you can feel it. And even when there's like wind, as you're like walking through the grass, it's like it makes the controller a little bit lighter. Mm. Um, so it's like really cool technology. Um, but I think like a game like Spider Man. Um, just like I could see that being a pretty, like with the new Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game, um, just being able to like 
have that tension within the triggers as you're like swinging throughout the city. Oh yeah. Um, like that really, seems like a really cool, cool game for sure. Right. Hmm. Nice. What about you? Uh, Nate? So you I'll be able anything? to talk about that next week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You get, you get that game today. So can't wait hopefully, to hear about it. Hopefully um, I'll be able to relate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. No. <laughs> Poor I just Nate. want to be able to play it on my own console. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I only played like five or 10 minutes. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't want to like ruin that experience for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn for sure. Like oh, yeah. that's what I'm. Re- that's what I want. I mean, yeah. As as far as I'm concerned, no matter how cool it feels, everything feels cool on a new console. It's what yeah. it's like in a year. You know what I mean? When I tried the Oculus Quest for the first time, it's just mind blowing how crazy it, VR is. And then in a year, you're like, well, practically I play it like once a month. You know what I mean? So you have these types of things that happen in gaming all the time. You know, the Connect felt amazing at first. The Wii felt amazing at first. This stuff is rad, and it's there for a reason for marketability. Marketability. What I think about is, I, I think like, what are we going to get used to? You know, and I think mm. bow and arrows and certain things like that. I think that's there to stay. But um, as far as other games go, there's not much that I'm have even thought about. But I feel like it has a lot of opportunities. Yeah, cool. Uh, and uh, JJ, I, I would ask you, but I feel like we just the whole article is about your favorite game kind of getting dual sense support. So yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's your answer. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the really cool things about the, the PlayStation five is the PS plus collection. Uh, the the oh, 20 yeah. games that came through, I went through and I probably used up so much of the space. I I'm scared to even check. Uh, and I won't <laughs> hold on to all of them, but I downloaded a lot of those games because some of them I never got to play. Although I already own uh, God of War and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and a lot of the, the great games that sold uh, in the last generation. There's a lot of really great games in that collection. I think that it, it's kind of like Sony's answer to Game Pass. And I think that it was them doing something. They were trying something. Uh, I think that it really kicks butt. It's not competition for Game Pass. Game Pass is an amazing deal for Xbox. And I don't think there's any real competition but the 20 games they chose were pretty darn neat. Um, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of days playing games like Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that on the on the system and going, wow, it just it looks incredible on there. Hmm. So yeah, when you guys get an opportunity, I don't know if you have PlayStation Plus, but when you get your PS5s, some of those games are just incredible to go through and play uh, on this. But it does make me know that I need to get a new TV. I just ha- I have to. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's even... honestly the number one thing I'd say about next gen. A lot of people, um, essentially, that's like, in my opinion, where you really see the difference is mm-hmm. in those upgraded TVs, the HDR, the ability to do 4K, the ability to, you know, I, I don't have one that does. Was it 120? I can't. Mine doesn't yeah. do that. But a lot yeah. of TVs don't right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty next level. Crazy stuff. It's exciting. Next gen's exciting, man. Um, uh, let's get into uh, some the next uh, new story here. This one is uh, <laughs> uh, from The Verge. Microsoft tweets out, please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. Uh, <laughs> Internet trolls seem to be faking Xbox Series X problems for memes. Uh, so Microsoft's latest next-gen console, the Xbox Series X, along with its smaller cousin, the Series S, has arrived. 
and with it a whole bunch of internet con artists trying to meme people into believing the new console is plagued by terrible issues. You might, for example, have seen clips <laughs> passed around the internet that showcase the Xbox Series X literally smoking. <laughs> the post uh, would have you believe the blazing graphics of the Series X are so demanding that they can cause the Xbox to catch fire, but the reality is much simpler than Xbox con- console spontaneously bursting into flame. What actually appears to be happening is that people are piping vape smoke into their new $500 consoles to give off the appearance of a fire to troll fans on social media. Um, I, I honestly, before I knew it was fake, I was just scrolling through Twitter. I saw that video and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. Like it's, it was convincing. It was very convincing. And then very quickly I'm like, there's no way, there's no way that's real. Right. Um, well, I actually man. blew vape smoke into the PS5. And okay. the only thing that happened oh, is like, I got stoned. So, okay. That's yeah. good. I don't there know if go. they really correlate or not, but you know. no, no, but I do think that is a good addition. And uh, I think you should post it on Twitter and then tell people that your PlayStation 5 is on fire. I should probably do that. Go, oh my gosh, it's catching. <laughs> right, right. It's I honestly contagious. Spent, like, I don't know, like 20 minutes just like deep diving on Twitter, like looking at. Videos of like people taking their like vape things, you know, and like blowing smoke into their Series X, and then it just like all comes out the top. It's just like, guys, what are you doing? You know, doesn't it's kind of like a cool great idea. Lookout, but yeah, like <laughs> I would never do that. I would never do that. Like, that's my uh, baby, you know, right? Right? So, I mean, yeah. if I walked up to my Series X this afternoon which i always do by the way it sits like right next to my tv and it's the first console i've ever owned that doesn't fit in a slot like on your you know because they're just massive mm-hmm. and so i just sometimes i like to go up and I just like to rub its head you know what i mean you know there's just those mm-hmm. perfect holes in the top and it just mm, feels so good i found out though it was turned off which if you choose instant on for the series x it's basically actually never turned off. That fan spins constantly. So when I run, oh. went to you know rub my child's head, I felt the cool breeze on the top. Dude, that was pretty mind-blowing to me. And I have <laughs> to say, it's a little concerning with how much energy is going to be taken up by that thing. If yeah, that thing is spinning all day long. <laughs> Your electric bill right. is going to go through <laughs> the roof, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's... This the most interesting part of this whole thing is that the meme has gone far enough that Microsoft itself has dignified it with a response. And yeah, they just straight up just said, we can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox <laughs> Series X. Like, you know how uh, that was just so fantastic when that tweet finally came out. <laughs> oh, what world do we live so awesome. in? <laughs> that, that has to be like a PSA put out in the world. Please stop doing this to our console. It's not good. Um They've, so, they've done a good job at like rolling with like things we'll see that people oh. post on Twitter, you know, like, um, like when there was a rumor of like the prices for the series S and X yeah, when it got leaked. Yeah. Yeah. It got leaked. And then like 30 minutes later from the official Xbox account, you know, they tweeted out something and then like an hour later they posted like, all right, we're just going to release all this out at like 1230 at night, you know? Yeah. And then like same thing with like, the meme of like the the fridge, you know, for the Series X, you know, like they actually yes. made that a thing. And then <laughs> you see like here, they're just like rolling with it, you know. That yeah, is awesome. Their, their marketing guy is brilliant. Like he yeah, deserves a raise. It. Like it just, yeah. I know, I know, we say that like every couple of weeks when they do something awesome, but just keep giving them raises because he's he's oh, yeah. it over there. 
Um, when you're in the Xbox community, which I would say Dan and I would both claim to be more in that community, it's it's really nice to have the brand be so vocal, um, especially in regards to this kind of stuff. Because I think when you spend so much time ignoring, you know, the issues that people have had, um, it it can make you feel like, oh well, will you guys ever get better? Will this stuff change? You know, and now we have this fresh start with the new console. I think this new marketing style that's rolled out over the last six months is like a perfect picture of like, this is where we're going. We're a community-based product now. We're not just a, a box. We're a, we're a social media and we're a, you know, we're a streaming service and we're a PC service. And, we're, and it's just like kind of, it's a perfect way to tie everything together. And so as a fan, you kind of go like, all right, cool. I'm cool wherever they're headed. And you don't have that sense of like, man, I really hope they come up with an answer to like why Halo Infinite looked like trash, you know, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're going to, you know, they, you know, they care and they're, they're they really take that stuff seriously. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge just uh, difference from what Sony's been doing. I mean, what Sony's always done, they've always been more on the quiet side, but with this console launch, I just feel like they've really dropped the ball, honestly. And that's why even in the last few months. Uh, we've talked about multiple times on the show, like uh, we're leaning more towards heading Xbox's direction with this next generation. At least I am like not only for the price point, the all access thing, but I don't I know. Xbox too. has that's, just been like, that's, we were both going it. that direction, mm. which we would have never been Xbox guys in the past, but it just seems like Xbox has dominated uh, with their marketing. For, and that ti- the tighter net. Yeah. The, the community that just feels tighter net, like you were just talking about, like, you know, having the social media that's just like out there and like supporting people. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. And even like on uh, Thursday when the PS5 launched, like Microsoft tweets out like, Hey, like love launching consoles next to you guys. And they, they had called back to a tweet from seven years ago when mm-hmm. PlayStation uh, launched the PS4 Xbox had put out a tweet then. And they retweeted that with like, Oh, we love launching consoles, you know, with, with you guys. And, I don't know. This is so wholesome. Which is super so, cool. So great. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like we're all in this together playing games, you know, whether yeah. you, you love Xbox or PlayStation, you know, we, we all love games, so, which is awesome. Yeah. Exactly. You, which... you PC gamers, you guys suck. So yeah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that we're talking about this because our literal next news story is about how Xbox wants to distance themselves from PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, uh, (laughs) over at IGN, uh, they write, Microsoft wants Bethesda games first or better or best on Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it it makes sense, though. Like they so they we talked about a few weeks back, they straight out just purchased Bethesda for what was it? Some odd billion dollars, seven billion dollars or something crazy, (laughs) insane amount of money. Um, So and there's a lot of questions. And again, Still some questions, but we were all like, okay, like, what does that mean for other consoles? Is it just exclusively Xbox? What's the deal? Um, And so there's been a little bit of clarification. Uh, And so they came out and said that, um, uh, well, let me just read the article here. Xbox plans for its big Bethesda acquisition are starting to take shape as the company reveals that as far as cross-platform is concerned, Bethesda games will be first or better or best on Xbox consoles when they are released. Microsoft continues to field questions about the future of Bethesda and Bethesda games on other platforms after its blockbuster acquisition of ZeniMax. Xbox CFO Tim Stewart spoke at the Jefferies Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference last week and gave more details about the company's plan for Bethesda. What we'll do in the long run is we don't, 
So this is a little weird because it was spoken. So it's weird to read <laughs> words that were spoken by someone else. Uh, but he says, what we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all the Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. But what we want is we want what we want that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your different differentiated experience on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up the best as on our platforms. So he said it kind of you know, three or four different ways in that little paragraph there. But the idea is exactly that. It's either going to be um, first like a uh, timed exclusive, I'm sure on Xbox, Hey, maybe for the first yeah. year or something like that, similar like a Tomb Raider. Uh, what was the second Tomb Rise of the Tomb Raider? That was like the yeah. first year on Xbox, probably something like that. Or you're going to get exclusive content. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it's even time DLC or exclusive DLC. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't know if there's any other possible features they could, they could get, but that I would is, assume best means works with their hardware, the best in the same way that, you know, when you get an Assassin's Creed game on on a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One, it looks pretty similar. But when you play Horizon Zero Dawn or The Last of Us, mm. it just looks okay. bonkers. You know, I th- I do think that he kind of means like, we know our architecture, our developers know our architecture. This is how we want it to work. And this okay. is how we'll make it. I don't know if he necessarily means like, we're going to downres the, P- the PS5 version to 1080. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So you think there will be that that graphical edge as well then too, like kind of like, hey, we can run 4K 120 frames a second, no problem. Like it'll yep. just like run perfectly. We're on maybe PS5. You have to do the thing where you choose, okay, performance or quality mode, possibly kind of thing. Like it's not quite as optimized or something. I would assume that's what that means. I, I think he's trying, he's, is this, it's Phil Spencer, right? This was a, a, Someone, someone else, Tim Stewart, their CFO. Okay, yeah. I would assume he's just kind of speaking in PR and his version of saying you're going to see games on PlayStation, but you're not going to see them A, first, and you're sometimes not going to see them at all. But we also don't want to alienate mm. that crowd, and we want to give them that, right. that peace of mind of like, yes, you're going to get the next Elder Scrolls game on PlayStation. Stop freaking out. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is actually smart because they're they're going for both consoles. I mean, why not? If you're limiting yourself to just Xbox fans, you're taking out a huge portion of people yeah. by uh, alienating PlayStation uh, players. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'd love to play the next Elder Scrolls, although I'm not a nerd. But, you know, if I were, <laughs> I'd want to play that on the PlayStation. You know? Right, right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I play a nerd technically on this podcast, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, no, I know. <laughs> kind of like, I'm kind of like a cool biker guy, except for, yeah. you know, who doesn't, doesn't have a, my bike is kind of like a Schwinn. Yeah. You have that, yeah. you have that like flag football thing this weekend, right? Like yeah. with all the boys. No. Yeah. We, the we boys. do. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty big 12 year olds in that league, <laughs> Nate. And I appreciate you bringing it up here on the show. I mean, that was a private conversation, but yeah. some of those guys are nearly, nearly three to four inches taller than me i mean it's yeah. i feel like it's fair so i got them by 150 200 pounds but i mean whatever some of them are very quick very three to four quick. inches three to four inches taller than you isn't saying much so i don't know okay that hurts that hurts a lot oh my gosh coming from you that's wow i'm sorry i'm sorry man <clears throat> um yeah so i don't know i this is uh, th- this was this was something to be expected you know they're they purchased it it's their studio um and i'm glad they're going this direction than outright 
cutting cutting Sony off. Like it wouldn't have made sense, but they have every right to. They could have been like, no, it's ours now. Sorry, guys. Um, so it is cool that they are still playing ball. Uh, and I am, I think I mentioned it the last time when we talked about the acquisition originally, but it'll just be really cool slash funny to boot up the first Bethesda game in a while, like new Bethesda game on PlayStation and get that big Xbox Studios <laughs> logo across your screen. Uh, <laughs> that'll, that'll be interesting to get, get that on there. Um, be fun. yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. I'm sure all the <laughs> fanboys, PS5 fanboys are going to go out and smash their consoles and light them on fire. <laughs> Meanwhile, Nate can't even get a hold of one. They're going to light them. There's yeah. on fire. And- I don't even know if Nate will ever get one. To be <laughs> I just, I just yeah. stopped <laughs> remembering it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, we just keep poking it. It's bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cool. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a video of him blowing vape smoke into it. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. PS5 doing it too. <laughs> Uh, I think this kind of is a good point to slide on over into a little more in-depth, hands-on Series X talk. We've talked about, you know, not blowing vape smoke into it, talking about some games. Now let's talk about your guys' actual experience with the console. You've had it for just about a week now, uh, tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, I just want to hear your guys' experience. Like Dan gave a little bit with the unboxing, but how was it to open it up how was it you know that first game you you pumped in there what was the first game you played and uh what are some of the features um right off the bat like what are kind of maybe each of your guys's top two features that you love so far about your series x so let's start with uh with dan yeah i think the the ui is like pretty phenomenal on the series x um towards the end of like having my one uh i think it's we had the series one um, or Xbox One, whatever. Um, they started adding. Doesn't even matter. A lot of Doesn't it. matter. It's last gen. You don't Dude, care about I, it. Dude, it's so hard to keep track. <laughs> I already like, forgot. I already forgot about it. It's in my yeah. trash can. It's, it's already thrown out. So, whatever the old Xbox was, um, <laughs> they started adding like some of those new, new updates to the UI. But having that on this Series X, um, like immediately turning that on, really fast, really smooth, uh, pretty sleek, honestly. Um, but even just like having the capability to have 4k um, at 60 frames per second, which is pretty awesome. Um, there are certain games that you can run up to 120 frames per second, but like most people, like I don't have a TV that can do that. I don't have like the, the high enough quality, like HDMI ports um, to run all those games at that high uh, frame rate. Um, but like the first game I played was Borderlands three with Nate and our other buddy, Steve-O. Nice. And just the like ray tracing in that game was like unbelievable. Just having like super high quality graphics, you know, 4K, um, but having like the light constantly be changing as you're like running down a hallway with like these neon lights um, is like unbelievable. And like, I don't see myself ever getting used to that. I'm just going to be constantly getting amazed every time I see mm-hmm. like ray tracing in a building or like just as I'm walking around. So like ray tracing and 4k graphics is just amazing on next gen. We actually kept saying it. We go into like every room like, Oh my gosh, look at the ray tracing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got to the yeah. point where we just like, we just point at some, something random be like, Oh, look at ray tracing. Yeah, it's, it's sick. It's, it's pretty, pretty sick. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Nate? What was uh kind of the first game you got, or was it, was it Borderlands three? You, you, that was your first game you booted no. up there. Okay. No, I, um, the first game I played was NBA 2k 21. Okay. Um, that is, believe it or not, one of the only, I want to say one of the only potentially three or four games 
that are 100% next gen. Okay. Um, you cannot run it in the same way on the old gen. So that's why it was really interesting to me because as we all know, the Series X didn't launch with anything that was like, here's our killer app, you know, um, which we can get into a little bit later. But so loading up 2K is just night and day. And it's, it sounds dumb, but like the hardwood of the of the NBA courts and where I'm going to bring up ray tracing again because mm, I, truly, tracing. <laughs> I truly think that the ray tracing is the most next-gen graphical update. You know, stuff like that. The, the players and the animations and the way the developers talked about how they no longer have to, like, have, like, built-in animations for each player when they, you know, you go up and do a dunk or a layup. It's, like, actually dynamic because they have the processing power to run that real-time. Stuff like that is stuff you'd notice immediately if you're a part of that community. And then I played a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, and honestly, um, it's a beautiful game. The ray tracing is, once again, gorgeous. Um, the load times are mind-blowing, especially if you're coming yeah. from like old gen. Uh, but if if you guys have played Valhalla, it's not... A, I mean, it's Assassin's Creed. It doesn't... Yeah. I would go so far as to say The Last of Us 2 even looks better. Obviously, there's better lighting and better textures in Assassin's Creed, but the character models and such, um, it's just, it's not I mean, like it's, it wasn't disappointing, yeah. but. When they have to make a game for what, five or six different yeah. consoles, like, of course, there's going to be like a certain level of quality that they're not going to be able to reach with that. So, yeah, that, I understand. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It was not disappointing at all. Um, but I, I do think a lot of people thought that was going to be like a killer app for the Series X going in. Um, and it's kind of funny, but to me, and this is what I want to talk about, and Dan can kind of talk about it more. The best part about the Series X, the, the, um, the adaptive triggers to Sony's, you know, is the quick resume on Series X. That okay. is the most, dude, you want to talk about mind blowing? I'm playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed and I go, you know what? I don't really want to play Assassin's Creed anymore. I want to go play 2K again. I switch over to 2K. I'm playing 2K exactly where I was. And I go, you know what? I'm kind of feeling like some Borderlands 3. Switch over to Borderlands 3. No problem. Just immediately in and turn off the console, come back 24 hours later, and you're right there. No issues at all. I know some people have had some issues with certain games that aren't quite ready for it yet. But to me, that's the next-gen hardware feature, even though it's software built, right. that hmm. I do think you know, Sony will have an answer for eventually. Uh, but right now, it's just... You know, you remember when we got the new consoles and you could hit the home and it would actually take you home without quitting the game? Right. That's what it feels like. It feels like that next step of like, oh, I can leave a game and yeah. go to a new we, game and then go back to the old game. Like, it's so crazy. Super now, how up to how many games can you have in like rest mode essentially it's five five games that's yeah. still crazy like to be yeah. able to switch between like five different games like i'm not feeling this i'm gonna jump over here and for it to pick up Same. at the exact second that you were at before like that's yeah. so bizarre well, that's you're so gonna crazy. be loving the playstation 5 then because it has the same thing and it's it's incredible that i am playing a game and i'm able to jump to another game and get right into it and the load times are immediate I've never experienced anything like it. So, well, you'll, I don't, and I don't know if it has quick resume the same way that the Xbox does. Yeah. But, but it has the ability to 
you're playing a game and then go to another game and then you go back to it and it's like you never left. It's yeah. it's been incredible. So it doesn't yeah. put it it doesn't put it to rest. It doesn't like have to take forever to get back going and stuff like that. It's like I like I never left. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's a little different. Like it, it probably feels similar because of the the solid state in the PS5 is so fast. Like it just boots up quickly. Where like I think the cool thing about the Xbox is literally like you just hit pause on a game, and or you don't even have to hit pause. Probably you just like put yeah, it to sleep, yeah. and then when you fire it back up, like you, there's not even a load screen. It just like kind of pops up, doesn't it, right back to where you were. Like it literally just almost like sets it off to the shelf on a, puts on a bookshelf and then <laughs> pulls it back out, which is so crazy. Yeah. I can do that up to five games, especially with how big games are just be oh, able yeah, like, you know, yeah, but now we're going to play this one. <laughs> yeah. And I'd agree with JJ, even if it doesn't have quick resume, just a solid the, state, the load times are just, yeah. you know, and, and my computer, does, my computer has a solid, state, but it's not the same way, especially when it's a console. Like this is all they're built for. They don't yeah. do anything other than this. You, you need it. You need it to do this for you to a justify your five hundred dollar purchase, yeah. and b justify the next gen. Yeah. So you know you have these these certain things. So for me, that's what set it apart for me. You know, I'm a little disappointed that they released the UI a month early rather than just release it right when you got the Series X out. It felt like a jump. But I understand it's their whole idea of like, well, if you still have the Xbox One for the next year, we want you to feel like you're still a part of this, right? Um, but I do think that they, when you play the series X, the whole time in the back of your mind, you're thinking, damn, I just can't wait till there's like mm-hmm. an exclusive game, not to justify it. I mean, I, you feel like a hundred percent justified the second you play any game, mm-hmm. but to like almost give you that sense of like, I'm playing an Xbox, you know, not right. rather than I'm playing an next gen version of the old Xbox I had. Right. So I don't know. That's, yeah. I guess that's my opinion. I think one of the, the cool things on the Series X is like it has on all your games that are optimized for Series X or S, it has like a little logo down the bottom right. Oh, okay. um, so it's like a lot of those newer games like NBA 2K, um, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, uh, Borderlands 3, a lot of those newer games that have the that little logo. Um, whereas like some games that haven't been fully optimized just has like the game there. Uh, with no Xbox Series X or S logo, so that's that's been super helpful because like there wasn't really like a full launch title for Series X, you know, for Xbox really. So that's been super helpful just to like see what games I can f- get the full use right. of like 4K 60, you know, which has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Um... Ah, man, make, makes me want an Xbox or just anything next gen so bad. Like I just it's, it's feel so safe. left out here. I feel so left out. Everyone's got these cool consoles, and oh, I got a cool new PC. You just so got, I'm about that. I got a cool new PC. Yeah, he's got a PC today. He's talking about wanting a console. Uh, but it's it, it's different. Like you already I, know I, his I, wife I've is always, in the other room. <laughs> she she just like Sorry, she, she she didn't hear me. <laughs> she didn't hear me. Yeah. But like her her ears are tingling or like ringing. <laughs> She's like, wait, he's talking about it. Stop. <laughs> She's gonna kick in the door and like rip the microphone out of here. Um, there were I saw that there were some issues with people's consoles at launch, which is to be expected. Brand new piece of hardware, and uh, you know, with COVID, who knows how the manufacturing of these things have been going? Like that could have just been a dumpster fire for the past year for them. Who knows? Um. But yeah, there was just some random little issues here. And I was just curious if you guys have had any of these issues. There's been um, 
problems with people. Their consoles have been just shutting down on them, just out of the blue for no reason, uh, having hard times booting back up, uh, controllers desyncing, not pairing, corrupted 4K displays, weird noises. Have you guys had any issues with that or like the smart delivery issues with like certain games or? No issues I haven't, whatsoever. yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. There are some games that aren't optimized for smart delivery yet, mm. but that's just understandable. I mean, there's right. put like a hundred thousand games in both of the consoles game stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not everything's going to work right out the gate, but um, no, nothing crazy. We, I mean, Dan and I have a buddy that messaged us today and was like, Oh, my game crashed. And I was like, that didn't happen to me. But, mm. you know, aside from the normal, like, Oh, I had to call Xbox support because I couldn't get my console set up. That wasn't me, but stuff I saw, you know, I, I do think it was a pretty good launch for both. Mm. Like you have to give a round of applause to Sony, Microsoft, and most of the FedEx drivers. <laughs> but, you know, the people that really made it seamless during this time, I think it's mind blowing that, you know, between all of us sitting here, there was like six consoles delivered on time. Um, and yeah, I think that, you know, like one thing we didn't really talk about was the series X controller, um, which really isn't a ton different, especially if you barely played the Xbox one, but that's just another great example of like how they listened. They stuck with their guns. They, they upgraded it just enough for the people that are hardcore about it. Um, but it just feels like, dang, I can't wait for that dual sense because I know that's going to feel more next gen. So there's a couple issues like that where it's like not quite feeling next gen, but not to the point, like I said, there's zero regret. It's not like I've ever been like, yeah. with the Xbox One X a little bit, there was that like, and the okay. PS4 Pro, there's that like, I mean, it's not really faster. Like it's yeah. you know up res to four K. That's cool. This feels like a like a leap, you know. Mm, nice. But there, there's a couple of things that it's like both consoles have some work to do in making you in the next two years feel like all right, we're moving in the next gen direction. I don't know if JJ, your experience on the PlayStation has been similar. Yeah, yeah. There's some games that that I've been putting on there. Most games actually that I'm putting on onto the system that are i don't see any up res on them and i don't see a it's like okay this i would be getting the exact same experience on the ps4 so it doesn't stand up but when you play things like astro's playroom you really get a feel or at least for me i've i've really gotten a feel how great and how new everything really is uh, it's just so hard to explain the, the thing is so realistic. So that's what makes it feel really new next generation and new to me is, is when the thing is really getting pushed and, and you're right. It'll be a couple of years before we really see this in the long term when we're able to see like, okay, all right, man, everything's getting pushed to the limit right now. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to say when you're playing some old games, I'm sure uh, when you guys are putting most of the Xbox one games on that are on game pass, you're probably not seeing a whole huge difference. Okay, it's a little faster. Maybe it looks a little sharper. Uh, it's definitely great for the load time. That load time thing is huge. You just don't even realize when you spend, I'm just going to use Red Dead Redemption 2 as an example, when you would spend sometimes four or five minutes or more <laughs> yeah. loading yeah. into a screen, it's just, it's still, you'd leave the room, take a crap ski, 
come back and like, look, man, when I'm in there, I'm camping out. And I know I've been in there for five, six minutes. Come out and it's still loading. It's Amateur. still loading. You know? <laughs> uh, so it's it's really, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. I haven't put uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 in, but the fact that it'll load up quicker is is fantastic. So I've seen a little bit of the Series X and the Xbox One Valhalla. Their load times, I watched a video on YouTube, and the load time was like uh, within a minute they were they were playing. And on the opposite screen, the One X was going for like another three minutes or something like that. Um, yeah. So it took like four so minutes crazy. to load into that, to that screen. Yeah, and then when you add quick resume into it, it's you really only ever have a lot. I've not, I haven't loaded it again. Like it's always just been in quick resume now. Nice. So that 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 features. I mean, like you said, the load time. Like we're loading into Borderlands Three, and when we first played Borderlands Three, I don't know if you guys have played Borderlands Three, but one of their biggest issues was the menus. Like when you're switching through the menus to like switch your guns on the old consoles, it just felt horrible. And I don't know why. And they never patched it. And now I realize it was just under too much load. What you think? Like it's just a menu, but it was doing so much in once um, in terms of like system, like, um, uh, you know, stress. Right. That. Then you throw it at the Series X and dude, it was, it's just like, oh, this is so easy. It's just a menu now. But you know, when something's slow, like JJ was saying, when, when you can write a dissertation when you're waiting for Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 to load, when something's that slow, it changes how you experience the game. And that sounds stupid, but like, the perfect example and it's not a hardcore game but once again back to nba it's like you load the game within like 20 seconds you hit play game and you're playing like nothing else there's no let me show you this ad let me talk to you here pick your team what like no it's just you're in and um well, yeah, that was, it sounds stupid to say that's uh, the best feature of next gen, but it is. <laughs> I just no, learned but, from you, Nate, that when I next time take a crap, I'm going to say that I'm writing a dissertation. I really like I that. I got to. Yeah. That was poetry, brother. Poetry. <laughs> uh, no, but you're onto something there with uh, uh, the low times, like making the experience of the game better. Because um, what was it? Last fall, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order comes out and uh, basically like a Dark Souls <laughs> Star Wars game. Um, you know, not quite as hard, but for me, I'm, I'm not a real gamer. So it was hard for me <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I would die. And I, even on my PS4 pro, the load times were atrocious. Like it take yeah, like up to a minute, minute and a half after I died to load back to the beginning of a map. I'm like, okay. Like, and I'd run back there and within 30 seconds die again, have to wait another minute and a half to get back in. I was like, okay, I play for 30 minutes. I've actually only played for like this. A couple minutes like it was, yeah. it was horrible it was horrendous so yeah. going back and i it made me not want to finish the game i stopped i took it out i'm like i'm done like that's horrible i don't want to sit here for a minute mm. and have two minutes to wait for a game to load especially if i'm going to die so much because i'm bad at video games uh, so <laughs> having like the series x or the ps5 or i don't know i want to see if i can even get on my pc now that i have this new pc it's just like something with like a fat that's the solid state in it that uh those faster load times changes things and you know could could have been a feature that kept me in that game because everyone talked about how amazing the story was mm. i was tied into like the star wars lore and canon and everything yeah. and it's like oh, i missed out on that because i die too much and it <laughs> took way too long to load so yeah no that's 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 exciting just for that like you're onto something with like yeah that can make games actually fun now <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely want to like test that out 
because I, I had Jedi Fallen Order on my PS4 Pro and same thing. Like, you know, you would, I was going on easy mode because I'm like, I just want to like get through yeah. the story, you know, but you would die like every couple minutes. And then you, the wait time was so freaking long so that long. it would just be frustrating to hop back into it, you know? And so like, I want to, I want to download it on the Series X because it's on Game Pass now, which is like freaking awesome. Oh, nice. Um, and just, I just want to compare the load times, you know, because like that game was really fun. But every time you died, you know, you're waiting a minute. A minute <laughs> so that was your game of the year, wasn't it, Dan? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember what else came out last year, bro, but... 2020 is just Death Stranding? Like Death Stranding Game of the Year 2019? Uh, dude, I haven't even played it. I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> oh, man. It's on Steam. Oh, and it's change, amazing. Change the subject. Change the subject. <laughs> just play yeah. the game, bro. That Dan, way. Dan, don't be... Yeah, you, you're going to piss him off. Oh, he's going to be really angry right now, Dan. Because uh, he's the one who's known to blow up. Oh, no. You know what? That was Zetch. Never mind. Never mind. Garrett's fine. Uh, but, Dan, when you say I played it on easy, that's actually how Garrett plays all games. Like, he'll oh, yeah. lie. He'll lie on this thing, but yeah, really not a real up. game. So, uh, and I, I played I like Fallen Order. I, I loved Fallen Order. I thought that game was fantastic. It was beautiful. But I had a lot of a lot of problems with the load times taking forever too, and I also played it in the very beginning when it was really glitchy. Okay, so yeah. th there was a lot of problems, and I don't know if those issues got fixed. If they yeah. ended up doing a lot of patches, but when I was playing it, I just rage quit it, man, because I actually made a mistake uh, in one of the worlds and went to another world, and then realized oh, I can't go any further because I didn't get this part I needed from the past world. So I basically was like, oh, you need to start the game over again. Yeah, and well, was... you had, what you explained, I I'd Googled, I remember when it happened, I Googled it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's actually a, a game-breaking bug. Like you would have, the only way to get past it was to completely restart the game. And it was something Jeez. that, yeah, they really? hadn't patched out yet. So like when I played it, even like a month later, that had been patched out. But yeah, JJ was super unlucky. That's I was like, oh, okay, well, start over the whole was... game. <laughs> I was a, a substantial amount into the game. So by that point, and I think that in that, in that bug, I believe I played in that area for a good three hours or so trying to like figure out. And I just felt like I wasted so much time that I was like, I'm done. I handed you the game back Garrett, And it was like, I can't play it anymore, man. It's yeah. not for me because I can't figure it out. Yeah. And it's just, I even, I went online and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out any like tricks. So I said, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, well, so let's, uh, yeah. I, if you guys, you know, here's your last chance here to throw out any more hands-on, uh, you know, your review on Series X. I'm actually going to give this question from a listener here. And uh, yeah, this going to kind of be how we go out on this. Um, and you know, if you have any last thoughts to kind of convince people, uh, I am um, series X. So, uh, oh, I think, well, I was going to ask JJ. Oh yeah. In my opinion, I think right now, if you can find one in stock, I don't think you could go wrong with either. I don't know if JJ would add on to that cause he's played the other, but in my opinion, I feel like you're not going to really feel like you made a bad decision either way at this point, but I'd like to hear more from a PlayStation perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to piggyback off of that, I'll let you know that um, 
I think it's a great idea to go with the Xbox because of the value that's there. Um, I'm actually just based on what Dan and Nate have been saying today, I've been leaning back and forth on, I'm getting the PlayStation 5, do I really need an Xbox? Um, and I've decided because of uh, their feedback, I'm going to be picking up a Series S. So I figure that, and I'm going to actually go with the Let's payment go. plan. Let's yeah, go. Uh, yeah. I'm Let's go. Let's go, dude. I'm going to go with the payment plan. And I just figure like, it's it's not that I want to set aside the PlayStation. I just feel like with the Game Pass and the value that Xbox has brought into this, uh, this generation, it, it can't be beat. It's something that Sony has not been able to meet at that level. So I'll be picking up the Series S. I'll probably, okay. uh, if it doesn't really come into, su into supply very good uh, in the Christmas season, I might have to wait until after the beginning of the year. But uh, guaranteed, I'll be talking about that here on the show. Yeah. We take off our jackets and it just says Xbox employee. And we just... <laughs> <laughs> That was the whole you. point. We wanted to turn one guy. I'm out. You know? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he works at NASA. Why would Dan ever yeah, leave yeah. NASA, dude? Exactly. That's you know? so true. So true. <laughs> we had a big launch the other day, so it was pretty awesome. Dang, I didn't know about that. Top secret launch is going on. Yeah. <laughs> Spill yeah. the beans on our podcast. You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> you guys are um, first to know. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we just have this question from uh, over on Discord. Slight of Game writes to us. And uh, like I said, this is kind of like your last pitch to to the listeners here. But he asked, there were massive improvements over the previous generation's consoles whenever a next generation console came out. At a time when gaming has peaked, how much improvement is there really with these new generation consoles like the Series X? And is it worth the upgrade? So here's your guys' last chance. Uh, I want you each to give your... 30, uh, your 30 second or 60 second pitch on uh yeah why why they should buy the xbox how about that <laughs> yeah i think just the, the huge upgrade in frame rate and load times and the graphics overall is like something that was enticing to me especially for the series x um that that would be my biggest thing you know they're they're working on new games you know like cyberpunk is going to be coming out next month Ooh, baby. and um, even big, bigger games like Halo will be coming out next year, hopefully at some point. Um, <laughs> but they're constantly looking to add new games with um, that can work with all those graphics and all the, the higher frame rates and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would agree. I, I agree with everything you said. I think that we didn't, it's probably the exact same in the PlayStation, but I think honestly, frame rate, like that buttery smooth feeling, we haven't had that on a console yet. I don't care what anybody says, we haven't had it on the console yet. And it feels amazing, finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as far as the PlayStation 5, I would say, and probably goes for the Xbox as well, it's the first, first system I've ever picked up at launch. And it's really exciting to be in on the ground floor. There's something really exciting about being in right at the beginning. And I just say, like, why not jump on board, man? Like, if you're going to do it, don't wait. Yeah, you could wait for there to be more games and everything else. <laughs> just Forget do that. It. Do your kids really need Christmas? Not really. Dude, they're, if they're little, they don't know any better. You can go to, like, the Dollar General and get some cheap crap. Get yourself a new system and jump in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you, dude, you uh, nailed that. 
There we go. Derek, can you yeah. actually cut what Dan and I said? I think you just yeah. what he said. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, what I, said. Like, I was, don't worry. Was don't worry. After the show, I'm going to kind of help him to just cut your guys' part out. Don't worry. All right, guys. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. What, you guys, what you guys don't know is JJ actually does all the editing. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, a miracle. It gets <laughs> it's a miracle. It happens every week. <laughs> Oh man, cool! Thanks, guys, for sharing your thoughts on the Series X. I, you got me stoked for next gen. Like I, I mean, I was already excited, and now it's just like, oh, what am I doing with my life? I need, uh, <laughs> I need some fun consoles. I've always been a console boy, so it's a little yeah. weird to not have it. But um, yeah, I'm excited for you guys. I'm glad you you're enjoying it. Uh, at least some of you, you know, I know Nate, you're missing out on your PS5, but you know, at least you have the Xbox. <laughs> Rip, dude. <laughs> Do you guys have like a 15 minute timer reminder on your? <laughs> yeah, my phone dings every like 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, send Nate into deep spiraling depression one more time. All right, there it is. <laughs> What's funny is like every time I get an update for like my PS5, I'll just like text Nate like, oh, it's getting closer. You know, it's down like Sacramento should arrive tomorrow. And, and I'm like, like uh, still in effing Tracy, California. First off, where the hell is Tracy, California? Second off, can we maybe petition to have it removed? Like, <laughs> so anyway. funny, dude. Man. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's get into our uh, ad here where we talk about our Patreon. All right. If you uh, love what we do each and every week here, well, soon to be every other week, um, or if you want to help support what we're doing in those off weeks on the stream, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Over there, we have uh, different tiers you can support us at to get different perks. Uh, dollar a month, you can join in there and you get our episodes early and ad free, which means you miss this section. Sometimes JJ makes funny jokes and you miss it, but you know, it's all right. We try to fit enough funny in the rest of the show. So it's, you know, you don't miss out on too much. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we uh, have that $1 tier, early episodes, ad-free, and those Super Gamer Book Club episodes as well, all just for a buck a month. $5 a month, you get our show notes early, so you can actually see what we're going to be talking about, and uh, you get a link to the Google Doc where you can leave your own comments. If you want to drop what your thoughts are on a new story or what you've been playing or whatever it might be, uh, leave them on there, and we'll share them on the show. And uh, so if you you know want to be part of the show, it's $5 a month. You can get in at that tier. $10, you're a sponsor. Uh, we shout them out each and every week. Uh, you heard them at the beginning of the show. You guys are awesome. So that's a perk of being the sponsor there. You get the shout out. Sometimes JJ makes fun of you. Um, or sometimes he's your best friend. You just never know what you're going to get week, Some, week to week. <laughs> sometimes for $10 a month, you guys can get really, really sweet foot massages. Garrett, uh, he's really into like the shiatsu and a lot of pressure point stuff. Good and uh, he has been known to put his mouth on a few toes on occasion. Now, if that's what you're into, for no judgment. A little, yeah, a little bit. No judgment. No judgment. I mean, some people are into that kinky stuff. Whatever, Garrett. No, you know, no judgment whatsoever. But I will let you know that one of our, uh, one of our sponsors, producers, directors, whatever you want to call him, Daniel James, uh, from Crosshands Carmarthenshire, uh, over in Wales, one of my good buddies. Uh, recently, he was telling me that him and his fiance Gemma are. are going to be getting married around Christmas time. And uh, I told him, you know what you need at your very, very British wedding? A very, very American man coming there, Chris Farley style. Oh, getting we better get there. an invitation. We better and, uh, get an invitation. So so he uh, <laughs> he technically illegally invited me to the wedding. And I said, hey, just so you know, that that is a legal 
uh, invite and that will hold up in court. So Damn. remember when I show up and I'm very American, uh, you cannot <laughs> ask me to leave because you technically invited me and I'm going to need somewhere to crash. So I hope you like to snuggle, buddy. So, uh, so thank you, Daniel James, for supporting us on Patreon and yeah. letting me come. And I hope that there are bridesmaids there. Wait, does everybody hear this thing? Is this something that where my wife yeah. is going to hear this? Everyone, everyone hears this one. Yeah. Okay. This is... I really hope that there are some like busty okay. bridesmaids that like have, <laughs> yeah, that are like totally like, oh, he's so American. You know what I mean? Where they have like low self-esteem and hopefully alcohol. Okay. Uh, you can also support us at $15 a month and be a Patreon producer, just like Adrian Holmes. And that just gives you, um, uh, you know, straight to the source. You get to talk with us, pitch us segment ideas, uh, be part of the show. We've had Adrian a couple times. We love having him. And uh, yeah, that's our top dog tier if you really love what we do and want to be a little closer on the action and helping us keep this thing running. So um, remember, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there to help keep this trainer rolling. And now let's get back into the show. Alrighty, yeah. So we are gonna get into what you're playing, and uh, let me see. Let's start with uh, let's start with JJ because we hear a lot about Xbox, but I want to hear about a couple of your experiences on the PS5 with uh, with those games you've been playing. Awesome. So uh, currently sitting at home, I have not played it yet. Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's gonna happen later on tonight. I'm excited. Look forward to that on the next episode, me getting to talk about how amazing that game is. Um, I've already played Astro's Playroom. Now, we talked about it earlier on. It's one of those games that were created specifically for the reason of allowing you to see what the DualSense controller does. And man, it is amazing. It's such a fun little platformer. Uh, you're going through all kinds of old PlayStation stuff. You're going to like PlayStation 3 World and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Had a lot of fun with it. The controls are so much fun. Uh, and it wasn't just fun for me. It was fun for the whole family. The kids really enjoyed it. It's easy to understand and just a lot of fun. Very colorful and vibrant. Um, and very, the controls are so realistic to real life. I mean, it's just like when you're, when you're jumping, you feel like you're jumping. It doesn't just feel like a couple of motors spinning inside of the controller. So I would just say that that's one of the things is it just feels so realistic. I got to play that. Uh, we, we downloaded quite a bit of the PS Plus collection. So I played a little bit of uh, Ratchet and Clank. I'd never played it before. It looks brilliant on the PS5. And that's a really fun platformer that the kids really seem to get into a lot. And then uh, I, I checked out other couple of little things here and there. But the one thing that I borrowed from Garrett after Garrett said... Uh, was his game of the year and how much he loved it. You know, everybody knows he's a huge fanboy for Hideo Kojima. Uh, he's got the, the bed sheets at home and everything. Uh, I got to play on the PS5 Death Stranding. And so um, I got to tell you, having never played it, I've seen Yes, yes, thank you. That uh, should, we all, should we all clap? That's, that's just yeah. for the game. That wasn't yeah. for you, Jay. That was for the game. Because that I was just, for the game. That just so, it hits deep. Every time I hear that, just those words together, Death Stranding. It just so man. allow me to clap my hands, tear, tear up a little bit. Me. Yeah, I, I teared up a little bit because I'm going to tell you, um, it's a lot of walking. You know, I know some people have said like that it's a walking simulator. 
<laughs> but let me let me tell you the, the deal is. Do I need uh, to take my headphones off for this? this is, is this going to no, hurt no, me? No, 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 no. <laughs> this game, this game is brilliant, brilliant. It is, it is beautiful, and I'm actually really blown away that I never borrowed it on the PS4. But I'm glad that I waited to do it until now. This game is amazing, and the score is unlike any score I've heard before. Uh, right away, one of the first songs that's played, I was almost in tears, just the vistas that you're looking at, and the music played together so well. And it's like, dude, all I'm doing is walking. All I'm doing is walking and hearing this music, and it's like welling me up, you know, where I'm like, this is- 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> I, if you look at my said, if you look at my Spotify history, I strictly just listen to Death Stranding soundtracks. That's all I have listened to for the past year. So yeah. it's fantastic. Um, I will tell you, there has been quite a bit of curse words um, from me falling down uh, and destroying <laughs> all of the packages that I'm trying to to carry. So essentially, you are you're a delivery man in this post apocalyptic world, and you're trying to deliver these things. I haven't gotten far into the story, but you're trying to deliver it and you're like having to go up over hills and you're trying to like learn how do I get over this mountain range essentially. Um, and then when the, the time fall, the acid rain starts dropping and everything it touches ages you. So uh, I, gotta, I gotta tell you with the music and with everything else, when these wraiths are starting to come out, uh, the BTs, it scared the crap out of me, man. I, I'm 42. I, I do not have the greatest control of my bowels. <laughs> and sometimes stuff just wants to leak out for no reason. You know what I mean? Dude, it's it's a brilliant game. It's beautiful and really scary. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting more into the story. Right now, I haven't gotten too much of the story, um, but I'm excited. And I'm going to keep going and keep playing it. Uh, although I do have Spider-Man coming, so Spider-Man might trump it a little I'll bit. I'll understand. I'll understand for a little bit. You have, <laughs> yeah. you have a month to finish Spider-Man, but then you got to get back to okay. Death Stranding. Back to your full-time job. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Dude, I'm so glad you're playing. I'm glad someone else is playing, because I feel like I'm the only one I know who's played it. Everyone bags on it, but no one's actually played it. And I'm like, no, it's so good. I promise the story's so good. The music's so good. I love the gameplay. It's just so relaxing. It's like hiking over a hill with the pitter patter of rain and then the puzzle of getting, I don't know. It sounds crazy, but it's, it's a blast. It's so such an awesome game. Um, I'm glad someone's playing, playing it now. So um, let's see you guys, uh, you uh, Nate and Dan, you guys already shared a little bit of games you're playing. Is there anything else you want to add more to that? Like uh, Nate, is there anything more you want to add to your, your list of what you've been playing? Anything? Um, I think, I think I kind of undersold Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but it's fantastic. It's a great game. Yeah. It's Assassin's Creed. I mean, it's one of the last three RPG style Assassin's Creeds. I every single time they come out, especially these last three, mm. I get obsessed, like obsessed with them, and it's all I want to play. Yeah. Um, I love the concept of like raiding English monasteries because I was <laughs> raised extremely conservative Christian, so it really goes against like pretty much all my beliefs, but. It's pretty dope. Um, and you just get to raid with like eight other Vikings and um, like build up your little township in England. And you're like trying to take over all of England and you're working your way towards London. And I but it's really rad. It feels, it feels like they 
gave you enough freedom. And I think some people disagree without too much stuff in your face. And I think every Ubisoft game in eternity has thrown way too, too much, much in your face. Yeah. This one feels like I could just do the story and raid like settlements and stuff and feel happy. But you almost have this like breath of the wild sense of like, but I could also climb this mountain because in this game, like Breath of the Wild, you can climb whatever you want. Like it's not limited by right. if there's a couple ledges or, you know, like footholds. No, you can do whatever you want. And um, that's all I really wanted to say. There's nothing really else from, you know, yeah. I would, I highly recommend it, especially if you can get it on a deal. The only reason I say that is because it's Ubisoft. They'll go on a deal in like a week. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I, so I'll kind of piggyback off that a little bit. I played a little bit of it uh, on my PC. Uh, there's a Ubisoft Plus or Ubisoft Connect or something like that. It's a subscription thing. Um, I had picked the subscription up because I got accepted into Amazon Luna, the Amazon streaming service. Uh, they were like beta test. Uh, it's all right. It's not great. It's no uh, X Cloud, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty decent. Um, but what I've actually been using more from that is not even the streaming side of it, but downloading just a native Ubisoft app on my computer, downloading uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And man, yeah, it it looks great. You know, I, like you kind of said, it's not crazy next gen, but, you know, even with a little bit of ray tracing, it looks good, feels good. Um, I only played about an hour and a half of it, maybe. Um, so not a ton, hour, an hour and a half. And uh, I was enjoying it but for me at this point it's like hasn't quite grabbed me yet but i feel like i've had that issue in the past with assassin's creed where it does take a little bit before it finally like and this is why you want to play like it is like a, a very big yeah. ramp up uh, this very slow took, ramp up <laughs> i was telling you before the show it took seven hours screen like the title screen so seven hours sorry you cut out there seven hours to get the title sorry, screen seven, yeah seven hours to hit the title Oof. screen so yeah. wow. um but it's not saying that it wasn't fun before that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. But like you said, yeah, If when I was about an hour and a half in, I was like, all right, Assassin's Creed, what are you going to do? What are you going to yeah. do to grab me? Because it's not here yet. But yeah. it'll get you. And uh, yeah. I think it's like, just like any game, once you get the systems, the characters, and the like the, the goals in your mind, that's when you get really, yeah, really invested it. in it. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Dan? I know you talked about some of your games already, but anything more to add to those? Any, yeah. any cool experiences you had? I have Assassin's Creed downloaded. Still have not okay. opened it. Uh, nice. I have Watch Dogs downloaded. Still have oh, not opened it. Dude. Uh, this past week was just like busy with work, man. Yeah. Um, so have, have you oh, fired up Watch Dogs at all? I have not. That's, okay. that's why I need to fire up. Yeah. Um, it's... But I, I have been playing with ray tracing. Of, you thought you you were looking at Borderlands three and talking about how amazing the ray tracing is. Yeah, that's one I booted up on my new computer, and holy smokes! Like the rate because <laughs> London is a very if you don't know. Oh yeah, uh, I mean just ask our our listener uh, uh, Dan uh, Daniel James. James there. He's he's from Wales, uh, so not L- London, but you know it's very rainy, very wet over there. So firing up Watchdogs with ray tracing, everything's wet, everything's shiny and reflective, <laughs> awesome. and it is glorious. Like it is yeah. the most amazing thing. So I I'm, I'm curious how much of that reflects in on the series X, like if it'll be yeah. as intense as it is on PC. I, I'm hoping it's just as intense because um, like we saw that definitely in Borderlands Three, um, but definitely I've been playing a lot of 2K, uh, the like my career mode. 
which has been mm. like super awesome. It, it goes like really in depth. Um, like you, you pick your position um, and then you like start out in high school and like my <laughs> character is like awesome. this like super buff, like six two, like sophomore, which is like also super just unrealistic. Like he, just, he just looks like you. <laughs> Yeah. And like all these other kids, like super skinny, you know, like five, six, um, like I don't even belong playing with them. Um, and so you like, you play a couple games in high school and then eventually like pick your college um, and then play like, I don't know, seven or eight games in that. And then eventually you can go into the NBA uh, draft and all that stuff. So that's been really fun. Um, a lot of the like graphics are amazing, you know, 60 frames per second. Um, it looks just phenomenal on the, the next gen console. And um, I've actually like turned on my like game mode for like my TV, which I like normally never do. Okay. Uh, but it even yeah. made it even smoother because um, I, I was noticing like a little bit of in, input lag. Uh, but I turned that game mode on and it just made it even smoother, uh, yeah. which is awesome for like a super fast paced game like 2K because you're constantly like going back and forth down the court. Uh, but that that game has been just like phenomenal to play. Yeah, we're we're only preaching it so much because we know the crowd. Does. And when it comes to like next gen enhancements, that they nailed it. Like I mm-hmm. I cannot believe how many developers have dropped the ball and being like, oh well, our next gen like Destiny it doesn't come out till December. You know, so much like Cyberpunk. Oh, we're delaying. Like all this. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? A team put something together during covid in time to launch like yeah kudos to everybody that was able to do it and it's a basketball game like it looks <laughs> phenomenal for yeah. a basketball game you know yeah i'm like let's go dude yeah that's awesome yeah man cool um well i uh i talked about assassin's creed i've been playing uh, the only other game was like i said i fired up and just did a benchmark run <laughs> with watchdogs legion because i had to see that that ray tracing going on um but uh, Death Stranding on stream on Steam, uh, man, it looked great on my laptop. But now that I have my new computer, that looks beautiful and running at like 200 frames a second. It's kind of <laughs> insane. Go, but man, <laughs> it is weird when you go into a cutscene. It locks at 60. Like it'll drop down to 60 and will only do that for cutscenes, which is a little jarring when you go from like mm. 200 frames a second to to 60. It's like, oh, it hurts my eyes. Oh, which like, is this is crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is so crazy because like it used to be like 60 frames per second. It was like, wow, this is so smooth. This is so. Now it's like, nah, that's nothing. That's sissy stuff. Hey, what do we um, see life in? That's what I've always wondered. Is that like 5,000 frames per second? I don't know. Got to Google that. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but so, uh, yeah, so I've, I've just question. been. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how, deep, many frame, how many frames per second is life in? Hey, I was just uh, thinking about it when I was vaping underneath my Xbox. That's when I thought about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. One of those um, thoughts. So, yeah. So nothing much from me, but I feel like that's a good spot to uh, cap off this episode. It's been a jam packed episode full of some fun news and uh awesome uh yeah awesome just uh experiences you guys have been having with the series x i'm i'm really excited for this next gen and uh for all of you guys all the listeners uh, as you guys start getting your consoles post it on our discord post on social media tag us in it i want to see uh your guys' setups you guys holding cradling your console (laughs) i don't know if you guys saw on social media jj sleeping with his ps5 that's the kind of stuff uh you know i want to see i want to see everyone uh shouting out from the rooftops or their next gen uh, uh consoles are getting 
That's the but, best uh, photo I've seen of like someone with their next gen console. <laughs> Everyone's like posting it like under their TV, but yeah. JJ is just rocking it. There so in his bed. Uh, yeah. let's peek behind the curtain real fast. Um, that actually got PG'd up quite a bit uh, because originally it was going to be with the cigar. It looked like I had just had some sweet, sweet coitus with it, um, but it got shot down for whatever reason. Stay no to the man, dude. You know what I mean? Stop being held down. So, yeah, I cleaned it up a little bit. Um, and it was going to get a lot yeah. more X-rated, just to be perfectly honest. jeez. Oh, All right. Well, Good. thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> and thank you uh, so much, JJ, for not uh, sending that to me, because that would have been unfortunate. Uh, Trudy looking over my shoulder. Oh, my. What's that? Uh, <laughs> Um, if you really, really love our show here and what we're doing, remember you can support us over at patreon.com slash super gamer boys. That helps tremendously all your guys' support over there. We thank you so much for that. Um, all their names are in the description below, you know, $5 and above you get, they, they get their names listed. So, uh, go down there, read their names, give them a round of applause and, uh, thank them for, you know, allowing us to bring you guys who don't support us this, uh, product for free. Cause, um, yeah, it's, uh, what helps keep the lights on supergamerboys.com slash store and you can buy some sweet merch we have a mask on there now i don't know if you saw that on our social media but uh we have some sweet super gamer boys mask i'm loving mine it's actually super comfy i was surprised uh it's kind of a nice soft really soft material uh we got sweet mugs like i've been sipping from and uh after last week's episode we had a little joke about a throw blanket i do have a throw blanket with our faces on it now yeah, I don't know. I don't know the quality of the product. I have not seen a sample of it. So results may vary, but there is one available on our store if you want to test it out and send me a picture of it. So um, go over to supergamerways.com slash store. Uh, you can rate and review us on all your podcast services. And also, if you're a watch on YouTube, remember to smash that subscribe button, uh, click the like button. I don't know the YouTube lingo yet. I'm learning it, but uh, do all those things. <laughs> Ring that bell, and uh, then you'll know when all the new episodes go live on here. During the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at gmorlang. JJ is over on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JJ Purdom. At JJ Purdom. And uh, Nate, what do you? Where, where can they find you? Boba Fletch on everything but if you want to hang out with me three nights a week except for last week because apparently i was lazy dan um <laughs> you can go to twitch.tv slash boba fletch heck yeah and uh dan you got anything you want to shout out there yeah i got instagram and twitter just my full name daniel elliott on those social media platforms nice i don't so stream go- but i'm nate's uh number one gaming buddy Hype man, man. Let's freaking go. Let's freaking go, dude. (laughs) I love it so much. I love it. Uh, Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's one more episode in the books. We thank you so very much for joining us right here on the Super Gamer Boys. He joined us this week for the very first time. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Dan Elliott. Dan, thank you so very much. And of course, Nate Fletcher, Boba Fletch. He's a legend in his own mind. And then the guy who calls himself the captain. And that's only if the captain wears some super, super, super high short Daisy Dukes, like he normally does at work when nobody's around. His name is Garrett Morlang, and I am the voice of the Super Gamer Boys, the real, the real leader of this entire crew. My name is JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. 
and we will catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.